This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday. Get trained up. War of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons, tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. everybody welcome aboard we're going to kick off tonight's marathon today is tuesday january 23rd 2024 we want to welcome you wherever you're tuning in from you can tune in on our website we've got mixlr we've got a phone number but the place to go folks uh, to send people is simply send them to omegamanradio.com and then from there Amen. pretty straightforward okay uh we're live tonight with brother joseph cohen and brother pat roach and um as we're getting started tonight, Brother Joseph, we had a special prayer request, didn't we, for Sister Evelyn and Brother Roger? Thank you, Jesus. A- amen, yes. Yeah. And uh, we'll do that just after we open up in prayer. Brother Joseph, do you want to open us in prayer? Sure. Father God, your word says, taste and see the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusts in him. So we thank you, Father, for calling us out of darkness into the marvelous light, Father. Thank you, Father God, that you've put yourself in us, Lord, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Lord. So we've tasted and seen your goodness, Lord. But we're hungry for more tonight, Father, in the name of Jesus. I bind the hand of the enemy. I come against Satan, the demons, and powers of darkness, Lord. Rebuke you in Jesus' name. I command you to lose all the hearts and the minds of God's people tonight in the name of Jesus. And those that are going to listen uh, to it in the archives in the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus against you. Father God, we come against curses, hexes, jinxes, vexes, spells, witchcraft against Pastor Pat and his family, myself, my family, and Brother Shannon and his family, and anybody who's listening right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We rebuke you, we bind you, we cast you out. You have no place here. The blood of Jesus against you. Father God, we thank you for the anointing and Pastor Pat, Lord God. Father, you bring forth the word in Jesus' name tonight. We'll break fetters, yoke, shackles, and bondages. Jesus. We thank you, Father God, after we, Father God, leave, Father, this situation in the program Mm -hmm. tonight, Lord God. All of us will know that we've heard from the living God. And we thank you for that. We praise you in Yeshua HaMashiach's name, Jesus the Christ, the Holy One of Israel, the one who is, who was, who is to come, the Lamb of God who took away the sins of the world forever and ever. We thank you for that, Father, in Jesus' name. 
Amen. 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 So, Brother Thank Shannon, you, would you... Uh, Amen. Thank you, G. Would you pray for the situation with the Metzgers that, that the enemy has put them in? Please. Then, so then we we'll have, uh, turn it over to Pastor Pat. Okay, fantastic. Folks, uh, asking you to pull your faith. We have two long-time listeners and friends of this broadcast. Um, Sister Evelyn, Brother Roger, they took a trip, came back home, and only to find their pipes had frozen over and burst. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they have a, a nest of raccoons that have gotten under the... Oh, Jesus. And are wreaking havoc. Father God, in Jesus' name, we oh plead the blood God. of Jesus over Brother Thank Evelyn, Sister Evelyn, and Thank Brother Roger. In this situation, we bind every yes, demonic yes. attack of the enemy coming against them. Um, we ask God that you'd loose your angels. Bless your holy name. Surround them for their protection. God, give them financial favor. Amen. As the bill may be estimated $10,000. Yes, God. God, this is an attack of the enemy. We yes. ask that you bring in the finances to make every repair Mm-hmm. so that their water mm-hmm. will flow again into oh, the Jesus. deck area besieged by raccoons. We ask right now, God, for help. Every demonic attack of them, we will rebuke in Jesus' name. We break every curse in against them. We ask God the loose ministering angels to their home, touch their bodies. Mm-hmm. God, bring healing to their bodies right now. We cover Evelyn and Roger in the blood of Jesus. Rebuke Amen. all spirits yes, of infirmity and sickness. Thank you, God. your death and destruction. Command it to yes. loose and go in Jesus' name. Yes, God. Sister Evelyn, Brother Roger, be healed and made whole in Jesus' name. God, work oh, a God. mighty miracle that the repairs can be done speedily. Yeah. In Jesus Christ's name. Bless him, God. Amen. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Brother yes. Pat, the mic is yours. Thank Praise. you, sir. Amen and amen. Thank you very much, gentlemen, brothers in Christ. It's so good to be here once again in the presence of God, coming through Internet radio, going through the four corners of the earth. And it's been a while since I was on. I think it was back in October. It's so I'm so glad to be part of the ministry again, Brother Shannon and, and Reverend Cohen. We're just blessed, hallelujah, to be able to present the word of God to people in need. How many know there's many, many people in need in the world today? The world is suffering. The enemy is raging like a flood. But the Bible says that greater is he that is in us than he that is that he that is in the world. We can trust the Holy One of Israel. We can trust the man who died for us in all of our circumstances, all of our situations, because ultimately he's in control. The Lord of glory has control of our lives because we are, we're saved by his precious blood we make partnership with him the day we got saved we became temples of god's holy spirit and when we go through trials and i got news for you we're all going to go through trials at one time or another in our christian christian walk but the bible says in the world you're going to have tribulation jesus says be of good cheer for i have overcome the world we serve an overcoming god all because of what he did two thousand years ago at calvary's cross he shed his precious blood he took the sin of the world upon his shoulders and laid there for three solid hours separated from his father we're going to talk about that tonight because the sin of the world separated him from god and i got news for you also child of god out there sin separates us from god's presence it's sin that separates us from that sweet communion that we have with the father when things are right in your life when things are going well in your life as far as your walk with god you've got sweet communion
communion with him. It's like that conduit between him and you is fresh, and it's, it's a clean conduit. But what happens when sin comes in? Sin comes in and muddles up that conduit. It, 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 makes it, it makes it almost impossible for us to connect with God because sin causes a blockage between us and God. Sin is an awful thing. Sin is, comes to, the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and he wants to bring sin into your life and my life in order to separate us from the presence of God. And when we lose that presence of God, it's like we feel so alone. I know when I'm walking right with God, the flow is beautiful. I have sweet communion with him. I have fellowship with him. I get up in the morning and I'm praising and worshiping God. But there's been times in my life where I've fallen short and I've gotten off that straight and narrow path. And to be honest with you, I felt separated from God and it's not a good place to be, child of God. I want to be close to God as possible, especially in these end times, because I'll tell you the truth, the devil is raging. He's trying to take you and I out. He wants to take us away from that walk, that sweet communion that we have with our Heavenly Father. I'm grateful today, hallelujah, that he gives us the power, he gives us the strength to live a godly, holy life. God wants holiness in our life. God wants purity in our life, hallelujah. And it's attainable because of what Jesus did at the cross, hallelujah. The Bible says it's not by might, it's not by power, it's by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. We need the help of the Holy Spirit of God to continue to live a godly life, to continue to live a holy life. Holiness brings us closer to God. Sin separates us from God. Sin will, hallelujah, keep us from that sweet communion that God wants us to have with him, a father-son relationship, holy, holy communion. That's what I want every day of my life, hallelujah. So I pray right now that if there's any sin in people that I'm talking to right now in your life, confess it today, because the Bible says if I confess my sin, and, 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 and if I confess my sin, he's faithful and just to forgive me my sin and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. So you can be cleansed today, right now, by way, especially when we're going to take communion later, later this evening, you can be cleansed. Once you confess your sin from your heart and repent of that sin, the Holy Ghost from heaven, the blood of Jesus will, will wash you white as snow, and, it, and the Bible says it, it'll be just like it never even happened. He'll separate your sin from you as the far as far as the east is from the west. He'll put it into the sea of forgetfulness forever and ever and ever. So there's no need for anybody in the, under the sound of my voice tonight to leave this meeting under the bondage of sin. Because the Bible says, hallelujah, whom the sun sets free is free indeed. I want to go to the word of God tonight. Amen. And I want to title the message, I Thirst. And we're coming from a couple of portions of scripture, John 19 and 28. This is Jesus speaking as he's on the cross. He's 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 laying on the cross and he is being separated from his father. Why? Because he's got the sin of the world on his shoulders. He's taken the sin of Hitler. He's taken the sin of Mussolini. He's taken the sin of every man, woman, and child ever since since with creation began with Adam and Eve. He took that sin and he laid on that cross. And as he's on that cross, he's separated from his father because the father can't look upon sin. So there was darkness upon Jesus. He, he For the first time in his 33 years, he's alone. He's alone. He's not having that communion with God because God can't look upon him. Even though he was without sin, he took the sin of the world upon him. And therefore, God, the father, had to turn from him. 
And as, as, as he's in this place of torment, we see him saying in John 19 and 28, after this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, he said, I thirst. Why did he thirst? The definition of thirst is an eager longing, craving, or yearning. He thirsted, he thirsted for communion once again with his father. Jesus utters these words having just spent three hours in darkness, separated from his father's gaze, his father's love, his father's provision for the first time in his life. Having become the sin offering for mankind, he took upon himself all the iniquity of the world and hung between heaven and earth for the excru- this excruciating time period where the pain of suffering, the mental torment, the anguish is beyond any mortal comprehension. And through it all, Through it all, he's alone. He is forsaken by his Father in heaven. He comes out of this period and utters this profound statement, I thirst. His thirst was the effect of the agony of his soul in the fierce heat of God's wrath. It told of the drought of the land where the living God is not. But more, it plainly expressed his yearning for communion with God again, from whom three hours he had been separated. He longed for sweet communion with the one he loved so much and the one who loved him. He thirsted or had eager longing, craving or yearning for restoration of fellowship and oneness with his heavenly father. Isn't that a beautiful story right there? With Jesus laying on the cross, he's saying, I thirst, I want communion back with my father. His whole 33 years he had spent in sweet communion with the father. And now all of a sudden for three hours as the sin of the world is upon him, God is separated from Jesus. And Jesus is in agony. You can imagine the agony of all the sin. Not only is he on that cross, nails in his his wrists, nails in his feet, having difficulty breathing, but the sin of all of mankind from Adam to today is upon his shoulders and he's crying out to God I thirst for sweet communion with you once again my father restore that communion I had with you at one time I seek restoration hallelujah of the communion the sweet communion that you and I have had every day of my life that's what he was asking for he was thirsting again for the sweet comfort of of knowing and communing with his heavenly father It's a beautiful story. We see him on the cross, but now I'm going to try to compare this to a narrative with another familiar Bible story. The one of a man who chooses to go to that very land of drought where the living God is not. And that's out of Luke 15 and 11. If you'll go with me, we're talking about the prodigal son tonight. A man, hallelujah, who wound up wound up thirsting desperately for the return to return to his to his father to his to his earthly father and let's read here Luke 15 and 11 and he said a certain man had two sons the younger of them said to his father father give me the portion of goods that falleth to me he divided unto them his living And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in the land. He began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country and he sent him into the fields to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat. And no man gave unto him. 
And when he came to himself, he said, how many hired servants of my father's have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my father and will say to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and before thee, and I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe, put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet, and bring hither the fatted calf and kill it. And let us eat and be merry, for this my son was dead and is alive again. He was a lost, and now he's found. Isn't that a beautiful portion of scripture? We see a man in this story. In the beginning, he, he, becomes with, he comes with a selfish demand. He says to his father, give me, my, give me my portion of goods. He wanted to have all the goods and blessings so that he could go out and quench the appetites of his lower nature. He wished to take his portion and get off the narrow road that brings with it life and get on the wide road that leads into a far country, which represents a sphere of living where God the Father is unknown. The wayward sinner operating out of self-will, self-will is a rebel against God. Christians choose the wide road when they're not satisfied in God. This man wasn't satisfied living in a home with, in a lap of luxury with his father and his, his other siblings. He wanted to take his, his, his inheritance and go out because he wasn't satisfied in that lifestyle. Go out and live a riotous life. And we see the result of sin dramatically in this story. We see how he goes out and he begins to live a reckless life. He wasted his substance. The sweet fellowship of the father is now exchanged for the riotous living of the ungodly. And the result is unquenchable thirst. Sin takes you further than you want to go costs you more than you want to spend, and keeps you there longer than you want to be there. That's a powerful portion of word right there. It'll take you further than you want to go, cost you more than you want to spend, and keep you there longer than you want to be there. Reckless living. How many people in the world today are trying to satisfy the, 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 the desire? We all have a desire to serve something, and, and the most important desire that you and I should have in our life is to serve God. But I got news for you. If you're not serving God, you're serving something else. You might be serving the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, or the pride of life. I did it for many years when I was out in the bars gambling, drinking, and womanizing. I know what it is to try to satisfy the unquenchable thirst by the things of this world. And it's an insatiable appetite, child of God. It never fills. It never satisfies. Sin, sin uh, Madame Guillaume, uh, uh, a woman of God from four or five hundred years ago from France, she said that sin, is a, sin will give you what, they, what she described as poor temporary heavens. Yes, the sin will give you a heaven, but it's poor and it's temporary, and it always comes with it with a cost. There's always a cost to pay with your sin. 
My mother used to say you get away with nothing, and thank God we don't. Thank God we get away with nothing because God, uh, God above is watching every move we make, and when we do mess up, he comes in with the chastisement, the loving chastisement, in order to make us see that we're doing the wrong thing, and hopefully we get back on that narrow path. I thank God that I get away with nothing because if I, if I was getting away with some stuff, I might be six feet in the ground today. I may not even be here talking to you over the internet radio. I'm here today because God brought me to the place of loneliness. He brought me to the place of chastisement, and he showed me my sinful ways were leading to death. And that's the same thing we see in this story with this man. If he continued in his sinful, sinful ways, it would have gotten worse and worse and worse, and he probably would have probably would have wound up dying a premature death. Reckless living will take you far, far from God, just like reckless living took this man, this young boy, further and further away from his father. He was in a miserable state. When he had spent all that he had, there arose a mighty famine. A mighty famine or unquenchable thirst is sure to overtake all who have wandered from God. I'm a witness. I saw him in my own life. He found out by bitter experience that the rebellious dwell in a dry land. Lodabar, a place of lack, a pastureless land. When you're living in sin and you're separated from God, it's like you have nothing. It's just you're, you're in that place of nothingness. Lodabar, a dry, dry, pastureless land. And you're out there trying to quench your thirst with the things of this world, whether it be liquor, whether it be drugs, whether it be a sexual relation, whether it be some type of sin, and you keep trying to drink in that sinful lifestyle, and you don't get better, you get worse and worse and worse. And we see it in this story, and we see it where the story goes on to say, no man will ever give a sin-wasted sinner what he needs. You might as well expect heat from an iceberg. There's a way that seems right unto a man, but that way brings forth death. So you can imagine this boy, he got his inheritance before he was supposed to get it when the father died, and he went out and spent it on riotous living, and he winds up, winds up at a place called Lodabar. It got so bad that he spent all of his money, and he wound up with nothing. I got news for you today. Sin will take you to a place of nothingness. Sin will take you to a place where you just don't want to be. I was in the, I did prison ministry, brothers, for 26 years every Tuesday night, and I saw some men up there, and I, they, they got saved, and they're walking with God, some of the nicest men I've ever met in my life. But sin caused them, sin, riotous living, sin, whether it be a murder or rape or some type of stealing or whatever, caused them, caused them their, 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 their freedom. And many of them, even though they're saved and washed by the blood of the Lamb and heaven bound, they're going to spend the rest of their life behind those four, four walls, all because of sin, all because of not living for God. I've got news for you tonight, child of God out there. Let's get closer to Jesus. Don't draw away from Jesus. Don't let the devil attack you with the wages of sin. Don't let him entice you because he's always out there putting that, that carrot out in front of you saying, oh, grab a hold of this carrot. You're going to have a nice time with this carrot. You're going to, it's going to taste good. It's going to feel good. It's going to look good. And once you bite it, then he says, I got you. Now I've got you. I've got you where I want you. I've trapped you. I tricked you, in other words. You thought you were going to have a good time with it, and I gave you a temporary heaven. But the end result is separation from God. As we see in this story, separation from the Father, hallelujah, caused this man to be in this condition. Oh, man, and nobody wanted to give him anything. 
What did he wind up? He wound up in the pigsty, eating the husks, eating the same food that the pigs ate. He left a beautiful place of comfort with his father, just like you and I, when we're living for God, when we're living a godly life. We've got everything presented to us by our father. We've got our food. We've got our sustenance. We've got a roof over our head. But then sin comes in and wants to steal, kill, and destroy. That's what the devil comes to do. Steal kill and destroy and he'll lay these these thoughts in your mind he'll put these thoughts in your mind and i got news for you if you if you elaborate on a thought eventually it's going to turn into an action if you start thinking about something start thinking about sinful lusts or sinful ideas eventually you're going to turn into an action and then an action will turn into a habit and a habit will keep you separated from god i know i know because i've been there praise the name of jesus he got a one-way ticket to Lodabar. He was a place of lack, waste, defeat, loss of self-esteem. But now the revelation from above, the Holy Spirit speaks as God is married to the backslider. Remember one thing, God is still married to him, even though he was sinning. Even though you may be sinning out there in Radio Land, God is watching. God still is married to you. He's married to the backslider, and he loves you with an unconditional love. All he wants you to do is repent and come back and ask him to forgive you. And no matter what you've ever done, whenever, what, what sin you've ever committed, God will place it under his precious blood and forgive you and he'll say just that has never happened just as it has never happened forgiven by the blood of jesus christ and now he arises and goes to his father he remembers his father who loves him i got news for you today if you're out there in sin or you know but know somebody that's out there in sin right now go to them and tell them that the father loves them unconditionally without reservation jesus christ loves you God loves you so much that while you were yet a sinner, Christ died for you. He saw you in your place of sin. He saw you in your place of desperation. He saw you in your place of, 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 of lust and, and, and wanting the things of this world. But he still loves you unconditionally. And all he's waiting for is to become like this young man. All of a sudden, the light bulb went out. My father, the people living, the slaves, the servants living in my father's house are better off than me. I wound up losing everything. I'm going to go back to my father and ask for forgiveness. I'm going to ask him, hallelujah, to forgive me for all the things I've done wrong. And I got news for you today out there in Radio Land. If you say that same prayer and you ask God to forgive you, no sin that you've ever committed is too hard for the Lord not to forgive. None, none, none. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whoever should believe on him shall have everlasting life. God is, God is wooing you back. He's married to the backslider. He loves you unconditionally. Somebody ought to shout hallelujah in the house of God tonight. Praise the name of our holy God. He says, I'll arise and go to my father. He remembers his father who loves him. He remembers the provision there. The father who has the living water that can, can only quench his thirst. I got news for you today. There's nothing that can quench your thirst except the living water that God offers you. I know I've been there. I tried to quench my thirst in all types of different sinful situations before I got saved. And nothing quenched my thirst. Because there's only one thing that can truly quench your thirst. It's the water, the living water that God provides you and I. 
He said to that woman at the with woman at the well, she he says she says, I have water that you'll thirst no more for. She was looking for a cup out of the well. He was going to give her living water. The water that that will satisfy, the water that will quench your thirst, the water that gives you everlasting life, the water that provides all your need. Only the water that God provides will give you joy, will give you peace, will give you everything you need. It's all in the living water that God offers you and I. And this boy realized it. He was going to go back to his father. He was going to go to the, back to his father, and he said, and, and when, he, when he went back, he gets this great reception from his father. The father falls on his neck and kisses him. He had compassion upon him. The father showed him the goodness and mercy that only a father could show. Isn't that a beautiful thing? My boy, he's done some things wrong in his, in, in his life. I never beat him. I never, I never got angry at him. I just loved him. The few times I saw him go astray, I loved him. And I said, Patrick, it's going to be all right. God forgives you and I forgive you. That's how much more our heavenly father, if our earthly father can forgive us, how much more our heavenly father, who sent his only begotten son to die for us. Child of God, it's so easy to come back into the kingdom. It's so easy to come back into fellowship with God. All you've got to say is, Lord, forgive me. I messed up. I did the things wrong. I realize it now. The Holy Spirit has quickened me to realize I've been living a riotous life. I've been living a life separated from you. But tonight I come and I ask, oh God, for you to forgive me all my sins that I've committed. I come, oh God, asking, oh God, for, the, for you with your graciousness, with your grace and with your mercy. The Bible says goodness and mercy are following me all the days of my life. That boy, when he went out and did that riotous living, goodness and mercy were still following him. Goodness and mercy didn't leave him because he went out and lived, lived riotously. No, David committed, committed adultery, he committed murder, and he got the 23rd Psalm, which says, goodness and mercy are following me all the days of my life. Not only the days when we're living a holy life. In fact, I believe goodness and mercy are following us more so when we do mess up. The goodness of God is right there to say, hey, come, 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 come back to me, all you that are labored and heavy laden. I'm going to give you rest. Mercy and goodness are following you, even though you might not be living the life that God wants you to li li live all the days of your life. Not some of the days, not most of the days, not just the day that I'm living a holy life. All the days of my life, child of God. You can turn around right now, turn around right now, and you look back and there's goodness and mercy following you. Just as much as goodness and mercy were following this boy. Goodness and mercy were there to quicken his spirit there for him to realize I can go back to my father's house and receive and receive from my father. And he received a gracious reception. The father kissed him, kissed him on his neck. He had compassion upon him. How many know today that God is a compassionate God? He's compassion. He's full of compassion. He's full of love. He's full of understanding. He's not looking to beat us over the head with a hatchet and say, I'm all done with you. No, you did too much wrong. I'm dumb. No, that's not the God we serve. We serve a loving God. We serve a God that's always ready to take us back into the fold. All we got to do is do the repenting. If I repent, he does the forgiving and he does the cleansing. 
My job is just to confess it and repent of it. And then God does the rest. He comes in with the sweet balm of Gilead and heals and delivers and sets free. The father showed the goodness and mercy that only a father could show. The boy didn't deserve it. You and I don't deserve it. He blew it just like we blow it. But mercy says forgiven. Mercy says forgiven. When you come to God with a repentant heart, when you come to God the way to on your knees asking God to forgive you and set you free, you'll no longer thirst like this boy thirsted. You'll never, you'll no longer thirst like Jesus thirsted on the cross when he had the sin of the world upon his shoulders. Sweet communion can be restored between you and the Father. I don't know who I'm speaking to out there in Radio Land, but there's somebody out there where the devil's saying it's too late for you. You made too many mistakes. You did too many things wrong. God can never love you again. Yes, he loves you unconditionally, child of God. He still has a plan for you to prosper you and not harm you, to give you a hope and a future. Your job is to come back. Come back to the sweet communion that God is offering you. I could just imagine when the boy was walking up that dusty road and he looks into the distance on the porch and the father is waiting for him not to beat him up, not to yell at him and scream at him, but he hugged him on his neck. His his boy who was once lost was now found. His boy who was once blind now 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 had sight. His his father was rejoicing when his boy came back. God loves it when a sinner comes back and repents. God loves it when you realize that you're living a riotous life and you want to come back to him. He's waiting like the father did with open arms to kiss you on your neck, to prepare the robe, to put the shoes on your feet, to get the fatted calf and put the ring on your put the ring on your finger. These are what this is the thing God wants to do for that backslider out there. The backslider who feels it's too late for him to come back. That there's no way he can come back. Yes, my friend, that's the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. The power of the blood of Jesus Christ is more powerful than any 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 uh, locomotive engine, any helium bond. The power of the blood of Jesus Christ can forgive from the guttermost to the uttermost. That's what it's designed to do. Wash us white as snow. Wash us like it never happened. Cleanse us from the crown of our head to the soles of our feet. If I confess my sin, he's faithful and just to forgive me my sin and cleanse me. Don't you want that cleansing that only God can provide. I'll never forget my precious mommy. Yesterday was her eighth day of her going home. She went away eight years ago, January 22nd, 2016. And I'll never forget when she went into the into the tub at Soul Saving Station. Brother Cohen and Bishop Bird put the microphone in front of my mother, and uh, and mother come out of the come out of the tub, and she said, "Sister Jussie," he called her Jussie. Sister Jussie, how do you feel? My mama said, "She said she said I feel pure." <laughs> She said, I feel pure. That's what the blood of Jesus can do for you. It can purify. It can cleanse you. It's the only thing that can go deep inside where the dirt lays. Where all the where all the sin lies deep inside you, it can go down where no psychiatrist can go. No 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 no, no, no psychologist can go. 
Nobody can go deep inside you except Jesus Christ through his precious blood and wash and cleanse and make you white like wool. Isn't that what you want out there, child of God? It's so simple today. Jesus Christ loves you so much. He wants you to come back. If you're out there in sin today, if there's something in your life that you need to repent of, there's no time like the present. And it's very simple. You don't have to confess it to anybody else. You go directly to the throne of grace. You go right now to the throne of grace say lord god in the mighty name of jesus i ask you to forgive me forgive me of the sinful life that i've been living forgive me of all the things that i've done wrong to 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 to, to, to separate separate me from you i come as the prodigal i come with nothing i give you my nothing for you to make something out of it take my life and start me afresh oh lord i surrender all today i give you my life to the best of my ability and i ask oh god for you to get me on that straight and narrow path. Keep me from evil. Protect me from the hand of the enemy. Keep me from sin, God, which separates me from you. I thirst for you. I thirst. I want to drink the living water. I want to drink that living water so I'll quench my thirst. So I'll thirst no more. I want you to give me that same water you gave that woman at the well. Living water. Living water that washes and cleanses and heals and sets free. That should be our desire out there in Radio Land today. God loves us so much that he's offering you and I a fresh start each and every day. You messed up today, confess it. You mess up next week, confess it. Did that give you a license to sin? No. God forbid, no. I'm not saying we should always sin and just run to the run to the, uh, run to run to the cross and receive forgiveness because that's playing the hypocrite's game. But if I've messed up and I truly repent of it, God immediately forgives me and sends me back on that straight and narrow path that's going to lead to eternal life with him. I thank God, hallelujah, that the blood of Jesus, hallelujah, cleanses me from all unrighteousness, that I thirst no more because I'm drinking that living water today and i trust that everybody out there in internet land tonight will drink of that living water and again if there's something in your life get rid of it tonight confess it tonight and move forward walking with god living with god trusting god moving forward but with the holy one of israel with him by your side you can do all things through christ who strengthens you yes 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 the father's faith is sufficient to all who come i say thirst no more child of God. Thirst no more. Drink of the living water that only God can provide you. Begin to drink today. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. He loves you unconditionally. Oh, I feel the Holy Spirit right now. Jesus, name above all names, beautiful Savior, glorious Lord. Emmanuel, God is with us, blessed Redeemer, living word. Jesus, name above all names, beautiful Savior, glorious Lord, Emmanuel, our God is with us, blessed Redeemer, living word.
You're the blessed Redeemer, living word. He's your blessed Redeemer, living word. Lord, we thank you for this message tonight. I trust that somebody out there got touched by it. The Holy One of Israel is the only one that can take our sin and make us whole and wash us and cleanse us and make us free. Today, oh God, I pray over all the people listening to this message that you might touch each and every one of us with a fresh anointing from on high. The backslider came back, possibly somebody that was lost heard this message and wants to know Jesus. And today, the Bible says, the Bible says that Jesus Christ is the only way to eternal life. And there might be somebody out there, might have, you might have gone to church, you might have listened to a lot of messages in your life, but you never have that, you've never had that blessed assurance that you're saved, and if you were to die today, you'd go to heaven. Well, I'm going to make it very simple for you out there. All you've got to do is say these words, and if you say them from your heart, remember it's a heart thing, it's not a head thing. If you believe that Jesus Christ went to the cross and shed his precious blood, and died, hallelujah, in order for you to have eternal life. I want you to repeat these words after me. And if you say it from your heart, you're immediately going to become a temple of God's Holy Spirit. He's going to save you, and you're going to be a child of God, and one day you're going to spend eternity with him. Your last breath here is your first breath in eternity for any child of God. Repeat these words after me as you bow your heart unto the Lord. Say, Lord Jesus, I come as a sinner. I realize I made a lot of mistakes in my life. But today, I ask you to forgive me my sin. Cleanse me of any evil thing I've ever committed. Wash me white as snow. Come into my heart as a temple of God's Holy Spirit. I make myself available to you to save my soul. I receive the finished work of the cross that you provided 2,000 years ago. I believe that you went to that cross, you shed your precious blood, that I might have the right to eternal life. Today, I surrender my heart to you. I give myself unto you unreservedly. Save me, O God. Cleanse me. Wash me. And by faith, I become a son or daughter of the Most High God. This day, I'm a child of God. If you said that prayer, God saved your soul, and you've got eternal life ahead of you forever and ever and ever in the presence of a holy God. I'm going to turn the service over to Reverend Cohen and Brother Shannon. I thank you for this opportunity that you've given me, gentlemen. Thank you. Great word there, Brother Roach. I Thirst is the title with Pat Roach tonight. Brother Joseph, over to you, my friend. Well, praise God. Uh, when... Uh, the Spirit of God moves. Um, that's what is so beautiful uh, when there's a confirmation. I, I just had no idea what Minister Pat was going to be speaking about. But when I, when I was just waiting on the Lord how to open up in prayer, my first words were, taste and see. Mm-hmm. The Lord is good. And that's something. It, it's no different than when Jesus said, I thirst. 
Mm-hmm. No different for the prodigal son mm-hmm. when he had to go back and yeah. taste and see that his the, the servants were better off than he was. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, Jesus knew that he was going to be in the presence of God mm-hmm. and that he would thirst no more. The prodigal son didn't know how the father was going to react. Mm-hmm. But the father reacted the same way that God the Father reacted to Jesus. Yes, and, yeah. Um, it doesn't say this in Scripture, but I believe that when Jesus came back, rose from the dead, and went into the uh, right back to heaven, mm-hmm. I believe the Father said, Well done, my good and faithful servant. That's right. Enter into the joy of the Lord, which we are going to hear, mm-hmm. because Jesus did not 99.9% of the things the Father said. He said, I always did what my Father said. Mm -hmm. I always do what my Father said. So praise God. Uh, Pastor Pat Roach from Saratoga Mm -hmm. Springs. Anybody um, up in Saratoga Springs there? Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. You can go uh, visit this powerful man of God's church. Thank uh, you. You'll be uh, tremendously blessed. And uh, for those of you who really enjoyed um, Pastor Pat's uh, sermon, which I did, I always do, uh, he's going to be on with us, by the grace of God, every fourth Tuesday. Amen. So you were blessed tonight. Just, uh, as as Brother Shannon said, just go to, or tell people, pass it on, omegamanradio.com, and you can see the different ways to... um, to take uh, to get on to hear the the broadcast, and we're on um, New Hope in the Lord uh, on Omega Man Radio every Tuesday night uh, from seven to eight. Amen. So Amen. To, uh, pass that on. So we're going to take communion now, and um, we we uh, we take it every Tuesday um, on Omega Man. Um, I believe one hundred percent that it is the most important sacrament that God left the church. Mm-hmm. And it's also the uh, most important sacrament that I believe uh, the devil has duped the clergy in America about how important it is. Mm. Uh, because um, they, they take it, uh, some churches take it once a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, other churches take it like only on Christmas once a year. And uh, for me, the proper way to take it is uh, every week, to have mm-hmm. it every week in the church. Uh, my pastor, uh, once a month, she takes it corporately with the believers and, and does a teaching on communion. But when you go to church uh, every Sunday, the tray's in the corner. You can go and take communion by yourself. The bread's there, the blood's there, and um, I believe, and oh, by the way, um, there's nothing in Scripture that says it only has to be given by clergy, and, mm-hmm. and that it only has to be taken in the church. That's, an, that's uh, just a man-made tradition, okay? I recommend you take it as often as possible at home. Uh, you know, you can buy over the Internet the the prepackaged uh, uh, grape juice and the, yes, the yes. wafer. Uh, Perry Stone wrote a book. It's called Meals on Wheels That Heals. 
You can take that, and when you go out to eat, oh, we take it. We take communion in the restaurant either before we eat or after we eat. We bring it with us, um, and it's a tremendous asset to you spiritually, physically, emotionally, and mentally. Um, God does answer many prayers when people take communion of, of physical healings. We don't take communion um, as a tradition. And we don't take communion to get from God. But God, in his infinite grace and mercy, honors it, and he does bring forth back people uh, when they do that. So, uh, And when we drink the blood today, tonight, um, we say, Hail to my King Jesus, three times, in honor of the Trinity, mm-hmm. and once hail to our King Jesus, those as a body of Christ, taking communion uh, in the four corners of the earth who's ever listened to it. So, um, Brother Shannon, we'll we'll turn it back over to you. Okay. We're going to read from Luke 22. It says, And Jesus took bread and gave thanks and break it and gave unto them, saying, This is my body which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. Likewise also the cup after supper, saying, This cup is a New Testament in my blood, which mm-hmm. is shed for you. So communion is where we meet at the Lord's table, meet with Jesus. We eat his flesh, we drink his blood. And when we come to meet Jesus, we need to make sure we're ready to meet him. Having confessed all of our sins, repented, forgiven others, because yes. there's judgment at the Lord's table. And if we come yes. with our sin, we will be judged. And for that reason, some have died, actually, who came unworthily to take communion. They came with their sins, did not repent beforehand, and they got sick and died. Mm. If Jesus were to come back today or call you and I home and we died in our sins, we would be judged and would not make the cut. That's why communion, as often as you do it, prepares you for eventual meeting Jesus, and you'll be ready to meet him. If every day we're repenting of our sin, forgiving others, we're ready to meet him when he calls us home. So don't meet the Lord unprepared because there's judgment or there's blessing. Now, if you do it the right way, there's a blessing at the Lord's table. Some have been healed. Some have been delivered from their testimonies, taking communion, repenting of their sins prior to doing it, and ready to meet Jesus. So you want to be ready to meet yes. Jesus at all times. This I call the dress rehearsal, if you will. Brother Joseph, over to you. Yes, okay. Baruch Adonai, Eloheinu Melech Olam, Hamotzi Lechem, Men HaOretz. Blessed art thou, O Lord our God, King of the Universe, who commands us to eat bread from the earth. Thank you, Father God, for your broken body, Lord, so our body could be whole. Father, you said in Psalm 103, verse 2, that you heal us of all our diseases. You said in Isaiah 53, by your stripes that they did on your body, Father, we are healed. So we thank you, Father God. We take authority and charge over any sickness in the bodies of anybody listening uh, tonight in the name of Jesus. We (laughs) command the spirit of pain to leave in Jesus' name. We speak forth to any sickness, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Uh, 
We command it, any cancer, any high blood pressure, any sugar diabetes in Jesus' name, any heart condition in the name of Jesus, or fibromyalgia in Jesus' name. We come against anything in Jesus' name. Lyme disease, we curse the all these sicknesses and diseases to the root, and we just command them to die in Jesus' name. COVID uh, in Jesus' name, we command you to go in Jesus' name. We speak forth healing by the power of the Lord, influenza, die in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father God, as we take communion, that you're building up our immune system, Father, to protect us from any sickness or illness that the enemy would try to put on us, Lord. Thank you in Zechariah 2.5. You said that you're a wall of fire. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name for putting the wall of fire around us, God. And any of these things from the enemy tries to come against us, it's going to hit you and die in Jesus' name. Let's partake with the broken body of our Lord Jesus Christ for his yes, glory. Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. The body of Christ. I thank you. I thank you. Thank you, Lord, for your broken body. Yes. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Baruch Atadonai, Ahenu Melech Olam, Baruch Blessed art thou, O Lord, our God, King of the universe, who commands us to drink fruit from the vine. Hail to my King Jesus. Jesus. Hail to my King Jesus. Hail to my King Jesus. Hail to our King Jesus. Hail, yes. Thank you, Lord. There's power in your blood, healing in your blood, power. deliverance in your blood, faith in your blood, hope in your blood, <clears throat> peace in your blood, joy in your blood, love in your blood, and mercy in your blood. What yes. can wash away our sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make us whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the flow that makes us white as snow. We thank you we're white as snow, Father, and you threw our sins into the sea of forgetfulness, and you remember them no more. As far as the east is from the west, so is our sins forgiven. We thank you, Father God, that the eraser that erased the black, our sins, Lord God, from Maine to California on the blackboard is your broken body, and your shed blood. Thank you. And we thank, thank you. you for that, Father, as we praise you and worship you, and we take this communion in remembrance of you. In Yeshua HaMashiach's name, Jesus the Christ, the Holy One yes, of Israel, yes, yes, the yes. One who was and is and is to come, the Lamb of God who took away the sins of the world forever and ever and ever. In Yeshua's name, amen. Let's partake with the blood of our Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ for his glory. Hallelujah. The blood of Jesus. I thank you for your blood. Thank you, God. Amen. Thank you, God. Amen. Friends, if you're just joining us, you missed a great message, but we'll have it up in the archive in about an hour. Uh, Brother Pat and Brother Joseph, give out your contact information for your ministries, how people can reach you both. Well, thank you, Shannon. I appreciate, again, the fact that you've allowed me to come back online here. had a great time, and I trust that uh, souls out there in Radio Land and Internet Land heard this message that God is always ready for the prodigal son to return and have their sons forgiven and start afresh. To God be the glory. You can reach me. Uh, the best way to reach me is through my email, R-O-A-C-H, Roach Pat, P-A-T, at msn.com. That's R-O-A-C-H-P-A-T at msn.com. Thank you very much.
And Brother Joseph? Amen. Yeah, praise God. Well, um, we have a, we have a, a YouTube channel where you can uh, go to YouTube and uh, you can see Pastor Pat, Pat Roach. Uh, mm. Pat uh, gave his testimony. You just go to uh, YouTube, you know, put Pat Roach and then mm. forward slash New Hope in the Lord. You hear a very powerful um, testimony. And then also with Shannon. Just put, you know, Brother Shannon Davis in forward slash New Hope in the Lord. And we ask you to subscribe and, uh, you know, pass out pass those uh, shows on to other people. They're both mm -hmm. very, very powerful shows. Um, I have a, a website. It's uh, newhopeinthelord.com, and we have a lot of uh, good things there uh, to read and to um, get blessed by uh, teachings that are on there. And I thank, thank you for those that have helped us financially. Um, uh, we we ask God's blessings upon you uh, for the ministry, and so you can do it two ways um, or three ways actually. You can uh, send a donation to PayPal.me forward slash Cohen C O H E N seven twenty seven or through Zell uh, R E V dot Joseph at AOL dot com, or if you'd like to send a, a check. You could just um, send it to um, you know, put New Hope in the Lord, P.O. Box 418, Valhalla, V-A-L-H-A-L-L-A, -L -L -A, New York, 10595. Fantastic. Gentlemen, thank you both for coming on tonight. And uh, I appreciate you both. Love you all. Good to have you back, Brother Pat. And looking forward to seeing you next thank time, you. my friend. God bless you. Love you guys. Bye bye. God bless everyone. God bless guys. Love you. Love you too. Bye bye. Folks, stay tuned as uh, we continue. Now, in between each show, I stop the feed and save it, so you'll need to manually refresh your MixLR. If at any time your player stops, just do a refresh. Very simple. Sometimes you got to close the window out and open it again. Any doubts on how to tune in or where to send people to for more information or archive, simply remember my website and send them there. If you've got any questions after that, you can let me know. OmegaManRadio.com We've had that for 13 years. Uh, that's a constant here on the program, and anything that you need, you will find there. I'm pretty sure of it. Or ask me here in the chat room. Okay, there's three ways to tune in. You'll find those there on that website. God bless you all. Let me say this. We'll be right back. <laughs> 